2: lions fans it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for the detroit lions podcast post game show with your hosts
0: chris and case hey howdy ho lions fans welcome to the detroit lions podcast episode 316 this is the official detroit lions podcast for reddit i am your dashing host chris and with me is the galaxy brain himself (laughs) sandman how you doing brother
1: Good, 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 as expected
0: yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know if you saw, um, I took a little bit of a different tack today If you don't like my sense of humor, stay away from today's Twitter i will just tell <laughs> you that right now I had a blaster in the game It was, it was bad uh, Okay, today's show, we're going to talk about the game, we'll have a roundtable, we'll take your calls We have that whole lot more going on Are you ready to go in? Let's do it
2: Let's kick this off and break it down
0: Alright, couple quick announcements First, check us out and help us out on the Patreon. Very special thanks to Dylan from that place out in the Pacific. Where is he from? Is it a place? In oh, Pacific that's right. Guam. That's the one. That's the yeah, one. That's the place. Yeah. <laughs> of course, very first on Mathis, Brian Burkheiser from I Prevail. Check them out. they got some great music. New album, relatively new, coming from live shows. Good stuff. Um, they all hang out with us. We're in the Slack chat, the most intelligent Lions chat. On the internet, go to patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Get in for a dollar a month. Dollar month easy access, and then you can uh, take part and be cool with all the other smart people. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. Thanks for everyone for supporting the show. Also on Twitter at DET Lions Podcast. DET Lions Podcast, because besides being quite funny, it's the very best place to see <laughs> Sandman.
1: With no pants on.
0: Yeah. Subscribe to YouTube, youtube.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. YouTube.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Give us your subscription love and uh, see all the antics and fun stuff going on there. Also, rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you find us. Give us those five stars. We love those five star reviews, it means a lot. And uh, we're going to be opening up the phones here in Nothing Flat 248 782 8384. Let's get
2: on. Tighten your chin straps, kids. It's time to review This Week in Reddit. <laughs>
0: All right, it's time to talk about all the fun, exciting things going down this week in Reddit. And I guess there is a game today. Um, yeah. We got to see, I mean, you know, you had, uh Risden saying that, you know, Chase Daniel doesn't have an arm, just puts a 30 yard laser beam out there with that bazooka <laughs> cannon he's got. Oh, let's talk. This was really Chase Daniels coming out. Um, formerly undefeated against the Titans, um, a little bit tough. For him to probably take this take this loss in stride today, what do you think? Will he ever be able to return to the field after this?
1: You know, I heard uh, I heard people referring to him as having a bazooka arm, and I agree. His arm is very bubblegum like. <laughs> perfect, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> perfect.
0: <laughs> oh, bazooka Joe would love these jokes. These are copyrighted, bazooka Joe. So don't you can't steal them. They're ours. So just back off. All right. Yeah. No, this was not a spectacular game. Uh, for Lions fans, it's, it was actually pretty tough to watch in many ways. Um, I, I really felt like safeties were the the key to winning today. Uh, keep that defense off the field. Let's do it two points at a time, right? <laughs> get that safety, set them up right at the half-yard line, then fumble it. Then one play from the defense, boom, you get the ball back, you're on offense again, and you keep moving. This was the way for the Lions to win this game. Um, we had some great support from Tracy Walker uh, preventing an interception. And then stopping yep. the clock and help us, help us maintain control of the, the field that way. It was it was sp- spectacular all around. Jamie Collins showed why our linebackers shouldn't be tackling uh, men of that slate of build should not be in on tackles. Um, they should be there more as kind of directing traffic towards the sideline or whatever. So
1: cheerleaders pick- out on the field, yeah, yeah. yes, the exactly.
0: <laughs> oh god, I can't. <laughs> I was going to say something about wearing a skirt, but I can't. It's, it's, they're not. They're that week, <laughs> they're actually really tough dudes. But uh, it was just a it was just a crap show. You know, I mean, the guys were just getting injured left and right. It was it was horrible. It was just horrible to watch one after the other after the other. And Matthew Stafford just taking hit after hit after hit when he's already hurt. I was just like, oh my god, this guy. This and is- you could
1: tell every time he got hit. <laughs> Ooh,
0: this Ooh. is this is this is what's. Re- I feel so bad for him. I mean, this is his career in a nutshell in Detroit, right? I mean, just he's playing through it and there's just no support from this. No, help. I have no idea. I mean, God, can you imagine like being at the very, very peak of your career, being one of the very, you know, the 16 or the will say 16 best at what you do in the world. And it's just the most miserable job ever. <laughs> like you can't ever succeed, even though you're that good. It's just, I don't get it. I just don't get it. How do you wake up and go to work every day? How?
1: Well, after this game, fun fact of the week, the 2020 Detroit Lions are allowing 31 points per game on average. The 2008 Detroit Lions were averaging 32. One point.
0: That's improvement over a day.
1: I want you, if you're listening to the podcast, somehow find your way to YouTube. If you're here live, look at my background. That's who was starting in 2008. Look at those names. Our defense this year is as bad as this group of players. Hey,
0: are you knocking Ernie Sims?
1: (laughs) Ernie Sims would fit in real good with this linebacking core. He was,
0: he was, he was no Billy Sims, I'll tell you that. Although, (laughs) Billy's probably just as good as a linebacker as Ernie was (laughs) today.
1: Yeah. Today. Today.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Let's see. Got a lot going on uh, in the chat. Um, wasn't expecting a win, but I was hoping it would have been closer. Turnovers really hurt and a defense showing up would have been nice. Yeah. That, the safety was a heck of a play. It, 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 how uh, aquora made his way back into the backfield yeah. on Tannehill. That was just that was beautiful. That was like for for slow lights, that's the defensive player of the year. That's the one play you can probably <laughs> the <only> hang, play <laughs> you can hang yeah. right on for the year. Um I I'm worried. I'm worried. Uh oh, another good one here, Kevin. Uh, Stafford should give some of that money back if he can't play for four quarters. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, I, I don't know. I think it's just like I'm in a snarky mood today, and that's like what my Twitter was um, all day, that kind of crap. Sorry, guys. Sorry, everyone who had to read that and experience that. Um, all right. you can right. We'll open the phones. 248-782-8384, 248-782-8384. You can give us a ring. You can uh, make all that, that wonderful stuff happen. We'll talk Lions. We'll talk this year. We'll talk next year talk about some fun stuff we're going to do maybe along the way. Um what was your high point of the game today, Sam? What was the thing that you looked at and you said, "You know what? This this is my Lions
1: team." Just Stafford's play while being hurt. That's really it. You know, there's yeah. nothing else. Yeah. This defense is atrocious all the way through. Uh you know, we've got uh you know, a patchwork o-line that did pretty good today. I would say that Overall, the offense seemed to be okay. Other than turnovers, you know, we got into, you know, their 30 yard line, I think five times, but only came away with 16 points. Yeah. You know, that's a crazy stat, but two fumbles and a missed extra point will do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't think any of this, the, the, any of the last part of this season is going to be on the offense at all. It's all a defense that gives up 46 points willy nilly. It didn't even seem like that big of a, a blowout which is the craziest part. They scored 46 points and you know, it didn't feel that bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it,
1: that, that easy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, got a call from a superstar, rock star, Superman on the, on the line right now. Floundericious. I have to, I have to give him big, big props, tons of donations, tons of matching the whole thing. He's the top donor on the, uh, on the list for St. Jude $1,075. He dropped. We, I just want to, and Flounder, I, I, I'll get you one second here. I just got to, do one more one more little thing here. Um so we raised um twelve hundred and seventy bucks basically on the uh on the auction. I'm gonna double it. So I'll make it, you know, I'll make it twenty five whatever, twenty five fifty or something, whatever that equals out to. Uh that will take us with the $1,869 we have in the donation so far, it'll take us a twenty one two. Over twenty one thousand two hundred dollars raised for St. Jude. I just want Amazing. everybody who took part and helped out. It's It's really something that's, that's really awesome that all you guys helped us do that. Thank you so much at flounder. Now that big intro for you, you were a big part of that, man. You threw a ton of money towards St. Jude. And I want to thank you personally and specifically for all you did. This is where you talk flounder.
3: Hello. Hi. How are you doing, man? Hey, this is, this is Chad from Coldwater. Oh,
0: Oh, I picked up the, I, I, you know what? So flounder just called, and I, I picked up his call. I think he his call dropped just as I picked yours up. So flounder, you can call back. I'm not going to say it again, okay? But <laughs> After one Thanks. time, one time. Thanks. How are you doing, Chad? How much we had to drink today, buddy?
3: Oh, uh, uh, not a lot. It was too depressing to even drink.
0: Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
3: But uh, I just wanted to say that uh, this game right here showed why. Uh, Bob Quinn got canned.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's and it's right in line with with Saman's background, what he has there. Right. And this defense is as bad as the 2008 defense. How the hell we won, won? Wound up winning five games this year. I have no idea. I have no idea.
3: Neither do I.
0: <sighs> I think it was. But, uh, me, but um, we'll look back at this a couple of years and and never understand how we won more than two games. And I think he's absolutely right. I'm already looking, you know, it's not even the end of the season. I'm already wondering how the hell we did that. Mm-hmm.
3: But uh, also I wanted to say that uh, um, I wonder what the next GM is going to do with all these ex-Patriot players, who they're going to keep and who they're going to get rid of.
0: Yeah, that's we're going we're to talk about that. We're, as the season ends, um, one of the things we're talking about doing is doing like a watch-along for some of the playoff games. And just broadcasting and, and, and watching the game together, having a couple of drinks, having a couple of people on, a couple of listeners, a couple, a couple of us, just hang out and do a do a do some fun stuff. Uh, but that's one other thing we're going to talk about is who who you keep and who you don't. I think Jamie Collins you have to keep just because of the amount of money uh, wrapped up in him. It's that would be a giant hole in your pocketbook. I can't believe I said pocketbook. <laughs> <laughs> Old are you, Chris? Old are you? I just, that uh, grandma used to say that. How the hell did I just say pocketbook? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, leave a, a giant hole in your wallet if you try to, if you try to take care of somebody like Jamie Collins. It's just too much money. But I think he didn't have a good game today. He's a better player than how he played today.
1: But I mean, it's I. it's, they have two options. They can blow this thing up. And spend every ounce of resources that we have to try to rebuild this defense into something respectable and keep a few of the fringe guys around just as, uh, you know, blocks that you can build around slightly. Or you, you know, try to keep it semi intact and just hope that scheme assists. I think at this point, with the team looking as bad as it looks, I don't know who you keep. I think the team is full of dudes that um our Matt Patricia holdovers that probably won't work in a standard defense uh you've got a ton of guys that um you know were high draft picks that are just going to disappear you know we're going to have stats in 2021 2022 where it shows high draft picks that the Lions keep you know and it's going to be like three dudes in the you know first two rounds of the last four drafts you know it's it's going to be awful i think next year's going to be a full rebuild and barring some magic happening on the defensive side and the offense, you know, keeping on, keeping on, it's going to be scary. Well, hope, well, well, hopefully they keep
3: uh, Hall of Famer Jelani Tavai.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, let's, let's be
0: I, real. You you definitely need something like that. I mean, you how how do you get around something an immovable object? Right? I mean, you or you, you can't go through it. You have to go around.
1: <sighs> I, I hear they're going to make him a statue out front of Allen Park. <laughs>
0: They just—they're gonna change his, his. They're gonna turn off his badge. <laughs>
3: so gonna, right next to the right. right next to the RoboCop statue. They're gonna put
1: up there too. Exactly the the twenty five million dollar thirty year RoboCop statue. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but, all right, I'll let you guys go.
3: Uh, that was great talking to you, Chris and Sandman. You I gentlemen. listen to you guys all the time.
0: Thanks, dude. Yeah, thanks for calling. It. This is this is you know. And thanks. I appreciate you Colin. Um a lot. Um I tell you, this is this is one of those games where it's actually pretty difficult to to pull all these things together because this game just saps you of your, your your will, right? You you just know what's happening this season and it's it's really it's really difficult. Alright, this time I did it. We've got a real floundericious on the on the line. How are you wow. doing, man? Thank you again. I I won't go do the whole long kind of thing again, but thanks. <laughs> Now he's not going to talk. He, he, really, this is what we're doing. I'll say pocket. I don't know. Again. You think so? I'm going to say pocketbook again. If you make me,
1: <laughs> don't do it, Chris. Oh, for the love of God, am I not getting this? You're you guys... I think. Are you, are you here? He's. He... <sighs> oh,
0: <Whoa. laughs> wow, hey, Wait a minute. <laughs> this
1: this is great.
0: This this is just fabulous. Fantastic. What
1: a delay! Holy shit, man! You gotta crank your phone some more. <laughs> Okay.
0: Try to give us a call back, brother. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to charge him now. (laughs) I'm going to charge him for that. Like, like Miss
1: Cleo, how how, are you? A dollar a minute, 98 cents?
0: (laughs) Oh, for God's sakes. But he'll call back. This is, this is exactly, exactly the situation, man. The, um, a game like this just pulls. Pulls your heart out, pulls the, the the love of the game out. That's like I said. If you <laughs> the Twitter was was actually for me really fun to do today. Um, <laughs> oh great man! Um, I I just couldn't take it serious. I couldn't really live this thing and uh, and enjoy it. I had to just mock it, just relentlessly mock what happened on the field today because I couldn't. I just couldn't take it seriously. Um, we got Matt here with a super chat. Thank you, Matt. Uh, what's giving me the will to work? Is that hair stain on Chris's upper lip? Yeah. Uh, Looking good. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, uh, I think I'm going to ditch it for Christmas for my wife. She's
1: I'm only having what a gift. Just leave the sides. Like a field goal post.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The whole thing of like just keeping a little one that got ruined about (laughs) 75 years ago or something. (laughs) Can't do that. Oh, God. It, it really bothers the hell out of me. I'm starting to leave it. Oh, thank you, Matt. Um, All right. Let's talk about it. it. Let's you talk know, about DeAndre Swift. He looked good out there. He actually did look good today other than the fumble.
1: He does, you know, and it's, you know, every time somebody gets a carry in the red zone that's not DeAndre Swift, and I know that Peterson's had success there this year, Swift just has that quick twitch motion to find the little spot in between defenders to make it happen, yeah. you know, and he, he showed it again today. I think that he's a legitimate building block for this team, uh, which is kind of a hard thing to find at running back. Um, but I'm excited to see what we're going to, you know, see from him next year. Cause he, you know, we have to remember he was injured for part of this year. He didn't get a lot of usage early for whatever reason. He didn't have a training camp. And now that, you know, we're finally hitting stride, I think he's finally starting to look like the running back and the player we were, Hoping we were getting, you know, out of a second round running back, which has notoriously been not so great for us. <laughs> yeah, our, our
0: second ground, our second round has just been wasted capital, right? And so this year, yep. this year, January Swift was a real bright spot. Uh, is for second round picks, he's going to be a good running back. He's just he, he's he's good now, but I think next year, uh, a, a year of the NFL level seasoning, and conditioning, and uh, and nutrition. He's gonna be a beast. I think he's he and he he does. He has that both the twitch and the ability to move quickly like that. But he also has power. He can run between the tackles. I, I like mm-hmm. this kid. He's he's a good good running back. It's only gonna get better. Hey, Callie, what's your name? How much have you had to drink today? Well, this is
2: Floundericious. Flounder, hey. Yeah, I, I'm I, I took part. a suggestion from the chat and I picked up the phone. Whoa, it works so much better. It's I I. Isn't I that something? Is <laughs> <laughs> you fellas are looking beautiful as always i'd hoped to join you on the on skype but apparently skype decided to impose a 10 second delay unless i paid like whatever the going rate is per minute yeah oh uh, yeah boy rough game today but um those those uh second half turnovers just damn man that just that killed us i was yep. impressed with how well they were hanging in there because uh, we had we had no business being in this game. No,
0: no, that first half was actually. You make a great point. They were in it still at halftime. They were in it. They could have. They had an opportunity to to kind of pull it back. They um, they didn't play spectacular, right? They didn't blow anybody's doors off or anything, but they were in it. And then it just it just completely collapsed in the second half. It was just a massive. It was a Matt Patricia special. Just an absolute complete collapse.
2: Yeah, and we were we were discussing the, the smartest Lions chat anywhere. Uh we were discussing the uh the first drive that the Titans had and people were pointing out, hey, the Lions defense is doing pretty good at holding holding Henry down to just a few yards per run. And I noticed as the drive went on, his runs were getting to be five yards every time, six yards every time, ten yards every time, and it's like, guys, we had no depth. He's gonna beat the crap out of us.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and literally, and by, and by wait, the second half, that was it. Jamie Collins tried to tackle them he got injured.
1: <laughs> yeah, Mushed yep. his face up against his chest.
0: Yeah. Oh god, that, he, that guy's a beast. God, he's a beast. Now that—that's okay. You guy. see that
1: big waterfall?
2: I want you to go give him a
0: hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was crazy. It was crazy. Um, just. That that guy, Derrick Henry, is is just amazing, just amazing to watch. And I I really oh, yeah. think he needs to lose the the ponytail and then wash and dry that hair because I can't <laughs> imagine how much fucking mold is in there. But
2: <laughs>
0: that, that hair is wild, man. Hey
2: Chris, I'll let you go telling that. No,
0: oh no, no, I, <laughs> I stay far, far away. I did, I did. Um, I called him a loser on Twitter. <laughs> I'm telling you. So let me ask you, you you saw it because the the tweets come into the the, the chat. Is is that the Twitter? Is that my Twitter game on Lions Day, or should I just leave it to one Sunday and call it?
2: I don't know, man. I'll leave it to the kids. They know better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were all we were all in the slack, getting a kick out of all of your really really salty tweets. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. they were. Um, you know,
2: it's like, hey you, hey you idiot, you scored. Now they're going to get the ball back. Uh-huh. You should have held that uh-huh. sucker until you ran out of downs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can never win the game getting this many yards at once. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just it's weird the, the, the looking glass we went through with Matt Patricia as the coach, oh. like how it, it, I. <laughs> Andy, I got to give you credit, man. I love the way you put it. It's like, this is bad football, and it's really crappy to watch. Yeah. That's that's unforgivable.
1: Yeah. 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 Football is not an ugly sport. Even when football is bad, there's, like, redeeming qualities about it. And somehow, Matt Patricia and uh, crew found a way to... Touch you where? ...kill it. Touch yeah. Oh, they touched me in my fandom, Chris. <laughs> Real deep. That's right. Real That's <laughs> the best line ever. I mean... I, Deep and I long. Still, I
2: still think, Andy, I, I think at some point it's a joke. You should take that one good play from today, the Aquara safety. And you should put that on repeat to the to the uh, pretty fly for a white guy. <laughs> or some, something, something really salty and trashy like that.
1: Like, that was the highlight. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll have something special for you guys at the end of the year. <laughs>
2: Sounds good. Oh,
1: man. Sorry, <laughs> um, right,
2: I'm nursing. I'm nursing my one rainier beer. Okay. It's basically a pad blue ribbon in a different can, but <laughs> I'm going to awesome. let you guys go and all get right, back well, to man. it.
0: Thank you, dude. And thank you for hey, later yeah. on the St. Jude thing. Really appreciate all, all your hey, help and everything awesome, you did awesome
2: and job on the fundraiser, man. You guys, I was happy to help. You guys crushed it. Awesome. Glad to be a part of it. Thanks, brother. <laughs> thank you. All
0: right. We'll talk to you. All right. All Love right. you guys. Take care. You too. Good
1: luck. Every time somebody tries to tackle Derrick Henry, I think about this photo of him next to NFL running back Mark Ingram. (laughs) (laughs) Him next to his son.
0: Oh, oh my God.
1: Heisman Trophy winner Mark Ingram. Just coming up to his shoulder.
0: Wow. Just look at those arms. I mean, I can't, like, I should have had this picture in front of me when I was doing the Twitter thing, because I did. I called him a loser. I mean, it it was all, like, obviously... Uh, sarcastic stuff, but <laughs> I was like, like, I, like Mike Vrabel. What a mistake for the for the, for the Titans! He's, he's still got a lot to learn, right? <laughs> like forty-one points. <laughs> so funny. Um, God, he's a big dude. He, I mean, he's big,
1: but he's big. Yeah, he's just he's monstrous, and there's just nothing you can do about it.
0: I got a picture of me next to Taylor Decker, and my shoulders are wider than him. And I saw my wife when we were at Senior Bowl last year, and Mike Vrabel was there. He's a big freaking dude, right? I mean, he's mm-hmm. a, he's, I, I look at him, I'm like, whoa, he's a big freaking guy. Derrick Henry, boy, that guy is giant. Oh, man. He, it's like you see him next to, like, normal humans, like Mark Ingram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> me. I'm <not> <laughs> Holy cow. Man, uh, Kevin, got to say thank you. Uh, salty tweets because of all the margaritas. Yeah, mar- last night was margarita night. And I do, when I wake up with a little bit of a, um, uh, in, uh, 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 a pain in my head after after drinking, I do get that sarcastic, salty kind of thing going on. But I, I I I crushed my like it was like a picture of my that I crushed last night.
1: Well, so what do you what do you do when you have you know like pain, Chris? Oh, how did I miss that?
0: <laughs> my goodness, why well, you head over to cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com, Andy? Thank you for asking. Uh, <laughs> if you got pain, anxiety, or um. Insomnia, that's the one. Head on over to cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com. It's legal in all 50 states. It's not like weed, which is legal in some states. Um, CBD is the hemp side of it. It is all the good without the THC. So you can still pass your drug tests. You can still operate your your heavy machinery. You can still think while you're working and all that. It just takes care of all those other items. If you want to sleep, CBD will ensure you get that that stage 4 regenerative sleep. It'll make sure you can calm that anxiety. And if you got some pain, it'll help you with that. As a, as like a whole body kind of analgesic, or you can get the cream to do it on 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 point. CBD.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. If you use the delta eight stuff, and I'm going to give you guys a code. Um, Ooh, the code. Yeah, this is the magic code. Um, the delta eight stuff. You will you would think that there's um, there's THC in there, but there's not. It's it's potent potent stuff. Uh, let's see. Here you go. Okay. Um, Gift D8, Gift D8 is the magic code. It gets you sixty-five percent all of the Delta wow. Eight stuff, all that whole chill line, the Delta Eight, and sixty percent off everything else. Normally, if you use Lions, you get fifty-five percent off. But right now, they've got this uh Gift D8 code, sixty-five percent off the Delta Eight. If you're looking for that, com. Okay, I got. You know what? I want to do a contest actually. See, I mean, and this is maybe this is something we could do too. we could try to enter. I would love if somebody instead of having to do a, a read for this, if somebody put together like a, a, a video, like a 30 second or 40 second or whatever video that gets the message across for CBD that I can just throw to and throw up, throw up on the screen and then do that instead of having to do a read every time. I would I, I would love that. So I'll tell you what we'll do this and and i don't know that there's going to be a winner right but if there is we'll definitely use yours on the show with with regularity um and i will i will give away a hundred dollars of cbd materials to whoever wins with the best little i'll call it a commercial but it's got you know you know you know how we are right we like to do things a little different a little fun a little something so um let's see yeah you just do that you can hit me up at uh Chris at dot com. If you have, uh, if you put one together, you can email it to me or have me download it from Dropbox or whatever. That would be fun. I think that'd be pretty cool. So there you go. 100 dollar's worth of CBD. So you're free for putting together a little mini commercial for us. All right, Kevin, two bucks. Thanks, brother. Thank you very much. You, you look dapper in the suit. Much, much different. So than it looks life. so good. <laughs> much different than the other.
1: Even if he doesn't think my hair is as nice as Tavai's. yeah, I think you know.
0: <laughs> Matt, Matt's a good one. I'll get that. Dan, first, we need to stop worrying about high character players and start getting highly talented people in here. Can we listen a little bit to the experts? We did listen to the experts by hiring Patricia and Quinn, just just so you know. So it's not always maybe the way to go, but I'm I'm with you. I wanted I wanted Kareem Hunt. I really I really wanted to get him when he. When, I, I know he's a, he's he's a bad human being. I get it, but. Can you imagine if we could have spent that second round pick on a wide receiver? How much different this offense would be with Kareem Hunt and a great wide receiver? Holy cow! Uh-oh, you know what I mean? That's The character thing got got us and got in our way. So I'm not I'm not as high in character as I as I used to be. <laughs> I need my Matthew Stafford guy on the on the team though. Uh, and then we got Matt. Matt, the Delta Eight got me straight up cotton mouth, red-eyed. <laughs> My night became more interesting all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, it's the real deal. It's good stuff, man. Good
1: We're stuff. gonna find out that uh, Matt Patricia was taking the Delta Eight before <laughs> game planning.
0: He's our biggest. He's our biggest <laughs> biggest customer.
1: <laughs> he uh cr- crushes it up, puts it in his uh in his seven layer dip. <laughs> But I no, I agree like with Dan. I, yeah. <laughs> I agree with Dan one hundred percent. This we need to win and sometimes you have to throw caution to the wind. Mm-hmm. And some of the you know, the Martin Mayhew teams that made splashes, uh, were because he took risks on guys. And now it didn't work out very great for him, uh, in the end. You know, we had our Titus Young's and we had boomer bust guys like Job at best, uh, you know, high draft picks that just didn't seem to do anything. Yep. But you know, you hit on one or two of those guys, and all of a sudden, your whole team is kind of transformed.
0: You think about those Jim Schwartz years. Jim Schwartz is a, is that kind of player? I wouldn't say he's a high character coach, a high character guy, right? I mean, I'm not saying he's a bad person or anything like that, but quite excitable, if you'll remember correctly, right? Learn the <laughs> F and rules, the whole thing with Harbaugh, the whole the whole Jim Schwartz thing, right? Um, he was he was. It was some really fun, wild, exciting football to watch, especially after going 0 16. You know what I mean? That was, it was, those were some, anything was possible with Linehan and him. I mean, anything was possible with those Lions Mm -hmm. teams. Those, those were crazy times. It isn't that you go seeking a Kareem hunt. You don't go look for men who abuse women and say, you want them on your team, right? That's obviously not what we're advocating for. But I think some of those things, um, mean a little less now than they used to. They have to. You just really have to say best player at the position period and go for it. And think about how cheap Kareem Hunt would have been if we have signed him. Seriously. I mean, they could have been such a difference maker. He he signed for nothing because nobody wanted him, right?
1: Uh, I think he also signed for a little less because he was going to the championship team. Yeah. But the Browns. still. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that team man you talk about that it makes it hurt more just so you know that everything that that we're going through as lions fans seeing the browns <laughs> we always had the browns like hey fellow terrible team <laughs> fellow yeah. sad fans i can feel for you let's let's hold hands and walk in the park now they're like we don't like you we're gonna go hang out with the tennessee titans people right It's it we've been we've been spurned we, we, we've been cast aside and we're, we're now who do we have jacksonville even they made it a Super Bowl though. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's terrible! It's Terrible. All right, uh, Ernie isn't an expert. Fake news. That's right, Dan. You, uh, you got us there. Um, Matt rocking the Delta Eight One Thousand. Yeah, that's the that's the good stuff. Um, <laughs> consulting with experts. Ernie, of course. do you think maybe that the the Delta Eight is actually the eighth layer in Matt Patricia's seventh layer seven layer dip? Ooh. Galaxy brain.
1: How many layers are there in hell? Uh <laughs> eight circles. <laughs> yeah. Is it eight? Yeah, I think it's eight circles. I, I just watched the Da Vinci code, I should know this.
0: <laughs> Alright, now I gotta do Dante's Inferno. Oh, yeah. I, I, I do. I have to know. I think it eight circles of hell. Uh nine circles of hell. Yeah. Interesting. He was close. Same number of lives a cat has. Coincidence? <laughs> I think not.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> Dan man. is all about it. Dan knows yeah. how many there are. Dan is truly living
0: <laughs> the inferno. Number <laughs> nine. Number nine. Oh my God! Matthew Stafford is the. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> By the way, this is my f- this is my fandom during Matt Patricia's tenure ooh, here. Ooh. <laughs> yeah so
0: you had some itching and burning <laughs> I
1: see <laughs> just just a little. I had the low ground. it wasn't working out for me.
0: well, you know the CBD cream helps with that so. <laughs> <laughs> when it's on the inside, though that's the problem. this hey, old hey, 10, 10, ten gallon
1: buckets <laughs> that's a whole lot of menthol, oh
0: man, that's great all right, two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four give to the ring i um, talk through some of the stats really quick. Uh, DeAndre Swift, 67 yards rushing. That elusive 100 yards, that's really just – what I, how many games? It's like less than a season worth of 100-yard rushes games in Matthew Stafford's career with the Lions, I believe. If I remember correctly, there's less than 16 games where he's had a 100-yard rusher in his career. Mm-hmm. That's crazy.
1: And I think that's if you include like just as a team 100 yards rushing. And some of those some of those were when he rushed for thirty yards. Yeah. Uh, you know, which is you know
0: twelve yards today. I, I mean it. Here's the thing about Matthew Stafford, and I'll tell you something. Um I believe him actually coming out and playing today speaks to him possibly coming back. Um he didn't have to play today. I mean it, it speaks to his character, no question about it, right? But he very easily could have said, you know what? F this, I'm not. I'm not playing today. I, I, there's no one would have faulted him for not playing. Nope. Right? nobody would have. Nobody in the league would have thought anything less of his toughness or anything if he didn't play today. He could have very easily tapped out, said, "Nope, I'm 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 too sore. I can't play. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take off." And you know, knowing he's gonna not playing for the Lions anymore, right? I mean, he yeah. he could very easily have done that. Why would he put his his himself on the line, his body on the line for further injury for a team he doesn't? isn't coming back to or doesn't care about. I really believe that him showing up today and playing is a statement of his commitment to the team. Um, I sure hope that the new uh, GM and and coach have that same sort of commitment to him. He's he's shown he will give 110%, and Matthew Stafford is the one shiny bright spot on the Detroit Lions consistently year in, year out. Um, yep. even up until when he got hurt last year. I mean, he was on pace for just a huge season last year. He's he's great. He's just been surrounded by incompetence, and I feel so bad for him.
1: <laughs> it really is. Possibly the most frustrating thing about being a Lions fan is watching Stafford just get shit on year in, year out you, with with the people behind him. How do you get to the know?
0: point where you feel bad for a guy who makes hundred, over $100 million? <laughs> I feel so sad for him. His job
1: is terrible. <laughs> he only has a smoking hot wife and
0: how awesome here? kids and how did I get
1: here to this yeah. place where I feel sorry? <laughs> I don't feel sorry for him.
0: <laughs> I do though. I really do. God yeah, the, guy, I mean, the guy deserves so much better. Jeez. Oh God. Um I, I don't know what just happened in the chat. Oh, sarcasm font. I'm using mom on Facebook font. <laughs> I get it. Okay. Uh Number nine, needs a running game and a competent one. Yeah, absolutely he does. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew Stafford has just not had one. Uh, when, he, when we get 100 yards, how many times? It like we've won every game or all but one that we've gotten 100 yards? Something like
1: that. Yeah, something like that. And I think, you know, there's other stats too that uh, if you follow me on Twitter, I'll be posting later. But I think during Stafford's tenure here as a lion, he's had to score 28 points on average to win, which is an insane stat. Nobody has a stat like that. Wow, because nobody that plays on a team that's this bad for this long sticks around, because that just doesn't happen, right? right. You know, so like this is one of the few times where I think like a good quarterback has been on a bad team his entire time.
0: (sighs) We're zero and six against the Tennessee Titans. They are ten and three against us, including the days ten and four against us, including the days they were uh, Houston Oilers. Kevin Kevin Alt. Which is old in German, just so you know. Alt like the Dusseldorf beer, which is just the coal she peed back in the Rhine and re, re- down downstream. Uh I want Stafford back and had the same thoughts today. C B D helps watching the Lions. Kevin from Colorado. Kevin, thank you. It does help. It helps a lot. And um I just can't believe that we picked him up as a sponsor this year of all years. It couldn't have been a better a better marriage, a better time. Uh, Peterson had 23 yards, which is which I don't remember any of them. I remember one carry, um, but he interestingly 23 yards. That's that's a lot more than I thought.
1: He had um, two like decent runs that went somewhere, and you know a couple of shorter shorter guys.
0: Here's how bad Matthew Stafford is. He got 12 yards running. Chase Daniel 11, and how little did he <laughs> play comparatively? <laughs> but, but Chase Bazooka uh, Daniel. Real name. sticky. <laughs> I love the word bazooka. bazooka. All right, there you go. Let's see. We had, uh, yeah, Matthew Stafford was our third highest rusher. That's great. Agnew had seven. Um, talk about the pass game a little bit here. Marvin Jones was the big winner today with 112. Now this is funny because um, Tony was saying in the in the game preview that you're not going to see a lot out of Hawkinson because they're really, really good up the middle. Those crossing and seam routes are going to be really hard for Hawkinson to to make hay with because they're just really, really good in the middle of that defense. Hawkinson only 18 yards. So he got about 100 yards less than Marvin Jones, and um, they were only like 10 yards apart. Pretty, pretty good as, as far as total receiving yards on the year uh, coming into this game. There's a 10-yard difference. Uh, Marvin starting to separate a little bit here. It's like he's going to be about like seven hundred and forty, seven hundred and thirty-five yards now. <laughs> and He's the leading receiver. We, we may not have a, a single receiver on the scene that has a thousand yards this year. Think about that. A receiver. Derrick Henry's on on point to get two thousand yards as a running back.
1: Yeah, this offensive year is going to be real weird looking. And I think one of the craziest things that we're gonna talk about a lot this offseason is how much different this offense has looked as soon as Patricia has left. You know, there were stretches where Marvin Jones got what, one or two passes thrown his way, yeah. you know, for four, five, six games. And now he's looking like Marvin of old, you know, the Marvin that we signed. And you know, that's <sighs> it kind of makes you wonder. Kinda makes you wonder why why it looks like this and why we have no thousand yard receivers and nobody with, you know, that many catches.
2: Were they
0: actively trying to screw this team? Were they actively trying to do poorly and wreck Detroit? I mean, there, it, <laughs> I, it, and, and, and I'm asking this like semi-seriously, actually, and as I'm sitting here considering this idea. I, I, I don't honestly believe that somebody would come get a GM job and a coach job, you know, line the coach job with their guy be the number one candidates consensus-wise, and then they actively try to tank a team, right? I just don't believe that that's how it works. But how? How do you do things as poorly as they did with all the resources they had? Everybody believed in these guys. Everybody thought, these- how can you be that bad?
1: <sighs> you know, I don't know if I would ever say that they were trying to make it bad, but they did a good job of doing it. With, you know whether trying or not
0: to cons- to make you, you know. make- to make it actually a considerable point right yeah <laughs> like, yeah were they trying God. <laughs> hey, i mean because they made i mean they made some real real bad decisions um kevin with the uh dude theory which is a spectacular theory by the way it's in the chat all the time game plan moving forward only draft dudes quit screwing around with non-dudes so simple what is the number <laughs> of dudes that a team's required kevin is it Five or seven—I forget the number. On, on dude theory, you need um, dudes are are dude. Derrick Henry is a dude, yeah, right. At his position, he's a dude. Um, I'm I'm not going to explain the whole theory because it's it's pretty good, and Kevin does a great job of it. You need five. A a, a winning team, uh, a playoff caliber team, will have five dudes on it, and then surrounded by good players, right? Um, four if one of them is your coach. That's a, that's a, that's <laughs> a dude coach. So yeah, no, you, the dude theory thing it's it's in the chat. You can head over if you get if you do the Patreon thing. Um, definitely you'll you'll get a lot of really good talk. But this his theory, the dude theory from Wisco makes. I mean, it makes sense. It's not it's not Raz or anything. You know, strictly analytics based, but it, it makes it makes really really good sense. And he's been beating the drum on this thing for uh, about a year now, I think. But it's uh, so f-
1: so five dudes is. Like the requirement, yeah.
0: You need five dudes to be a good team. I'm trying
1: to think. So, like the 2014 lines, so was a Sue was a dude, so Su. mm-hmm. Sue, Sue was a dude. Are you reading this? <laughs> <laughs> Answer was a dude, Glover Quinn was a dude.
0: Um, I don't know that Stafford's a dude, yeah. I don't you could argue Stafford's a dude. I don't know that Pat's dudes, you had, Uh, Brady was a dude, god, you mean think about this tom brady won super bowls with 52 other different people right like completely different teams so uh, you got to think of what year i have to like I'd, I'd actually have to look at the roster and i'd point at your calvin yeah calvin was a dude for sure um calvin i'd say he was you could probably count as dude in a dude in a quarter uh <laughs> early in his career because he he was just so impactful
1: yeah he but was- you have to remember that brian johnson was negative negative point five dudes yeah, yeah. So really, if you equal it out, Calvin Johnson is only 0. .75, dude.
0: And I'll I'll forever believe that Chris Durham. He spelled it with a K, though, didn't he?
1: Yeah.
0: Yep, There it is. Okay.
1: That's the, that was the
0: problem. Yep. Yep. Chris with a C. It's just not like that. He, he, they're not that that caliber. Chris's are always great, but he he spelled it with a K. That's why. Okay. Uh, Gronk, Brady, Belichick are four, dude. Four dudes right there.
1: <laughs> Chris Durham was an honorary dude when he caught that sideline pass against the Cowboys. He was a yeah. dude on that one play. Oh,
0: God. That was, yeah. That, that, but that was a Stafford laser. You would have had to be utterly incompetent. And, I mean, he almost was, right? But to not make that catch, right? I mean, that was, it couldn't have been any any more perfectly thrown. It, it really couldn't have been.
1: We're dudes. Uh, I was just informed by Jamie.
0: Hey, Jamie. I that's awesome! I love you too. <laughs> we are the
1: dudes of pocket.
0: We got two dudes. We're 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 there. We're we're there. We got Ortiz, yeah. Riz, and Case. Two of five dudes. dudes. T- two of those three are. Sorry, <laughs> <That's exactly. laughs> yeah. Hey, I bust his chops so much. He's I and just so you guys know, I I don't ever mean anything. He and I just have that kind of relationship where we give each other crap, and I just continue to do it like, ah, oh, relentlessly, I guess. <laughs> but Case is one of the, the coolest dudes. So don't don't think there's any, any any real animosity or anything. Near, dude. Speaking of, I, let's talk about the shows this week. Um, we're not going to do a show on Tuesday. And we're going to do the pregame show, the game preview on Wednesday. And that'll be with Riz, Case, and Tony. Um, so there's instead of two shows this week, we're only doing uh, that one. Uh, and then there's no postgame. I apologize. They moved the game to uh, Saturday, and I'm going to be on a plane. I'm literally going to be on a plane trying to figure out how to stream from thirty thousand feet to, to, to watch what's going on. Um, I'm going to be flying between the two teams playing. Right? That's that's the weirdest part. So yeah, we'll check it out. Um, no, no post game next week. Sorry, guys. I, I really appreciate. I apologize for that. But we're only going to miss one this year. So that feels that feels dudish, right? Very dudish. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Let's see what else we got going on. Um, Oh, Dude Theory is going. Dude Theory is going in the chat. Um, okay. 248-782-8384. 8384 8, 8, 4, 8, 8, 8, 8, Give us a ring. Uh, Sanu, second highest um, number of catches or yards at 38. <laughs> so from one cell for Marvin Jones down to Sanu at 38. I like Sanu. I think he could be a really good weapon for this team. He's He may be something to hold on to next year as we try to find talent at the wide receiver position and the linebacker position, and the safety position,
1: <laughs> and the defensive <laughs> tackle position.
0: Yep. Uh, otherwise, that 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 defense is solid. I
1: mean, yeah, other than we, uh, getting 11 new dudes, we are <laughs> we are good to go. Good to go.
0: Is Prater done, or can he have another resurgence since Denver? Uh, DeBred313, thank you so much to the super chat, man. Really, really do appreciate that. I don't think he's done. Uh, and I think if you look at Prater's numbers for this year, he's still an above average kicker. Even and and so I, I I make the argument that in Detroit we're kind of we're we're in the same kind of place that Green Bay is with the quarterbacks. They went from a Hall of Fame quarterback to a Hall of Fame quarterback, right? We other than a blip in the middle, we went from what was it, um Eddie Murray to Jason Hansen to yeah. Matt Prater. And we just kicking is like our standard for kicking in Detroit is so much higher than it is in the rest of the league. It absolutely is off the charts. Um, I think Prater had a had a great year for a kicker, uh, but a down year for Prater. So I think he's back. I, I, I if, if as long as he wants to, I think they'll let him play as long as yep. he wants in this town because he's 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 money. He's in. yeah.
1: I mean, he's definitely having a down year for Prater, but like Chris said, I think we're kind of spoiled here. With kickers, I feel like there's only a few teams in the league that have kickers where they go out to kick and they you feel good about it every time, you know, and we felt that way about Prater up until this year where it was like, okay, well, he's going to make it. And then one random miss or whatever. No big deal. And like the Ravens are the same way. But other NFL teams, you know, basically a kicker cost us in 2014. If we had Matt Prater in 2014, we're winning a playoff game. We're winning more games, potentially getting a home game. You know, kicking is important, and just because the guy has won down here, I don't feel like you let him walk or you kick him out. Yeah. Kicking is just way too hard in the NFL for whatever reason. It's just too hard to find a good good kicker. Yeah.
0: I mean, you could have Cody Parkey, right? Cleveland Browns, <clears throat> Titans the year before, Bears yep. before that, Dolphins before that, yeah, one year at <laughs> a time per team.
1: The Chargers, that one year where they had the number one offense, number one defense. Yep. in the 32nd-ranked special teams.
0: <laughs> the Browns had him in 2016 as well.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's horrible. I mean, and, and think about it. Today, Matthew Prater walked up, kicked a 53-yarder. No one doubted he was going to hit it. No one, no one absolutely doubted he was going to hit that, that, that field goal. You got Cody Parkey. They won't even go for extra points. They're doing two-point conversions. This guy's so bad. I mean, <laughs> you got real real issues. Yeah. Um, we've seen it in, in Chicago um they they got yep. out early oh god who was it Robbie Gould Yeah, they they, t- they tapped out early on him that was a mistake and now
1: they've been they've been struggling yeah and then Robbie went on to do good things for other teams and it's kind of like right? I just yeah. don't yeah San Francisco you yeah. just don't let a, a guy like that go I mean if he has another bad year next year then maybe you talk to him about you know retirement I'm not sure how old he is now actually but it's just too hard to get a kicker. And if you're spending resources like draft capital on a kicker, well, that's bad news. That's Janikowski, bad news.
0: I don't know. Janikowski kind of breaks the mold there. What did they take him like? Well, and, like and Hansen was taken
1: in the second round. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, can you imagine what would happen to the Lions' new GM if he took a kicker early or even at all in this draft? Remember what happened here's, to Bob Quinn when he took a long snapper? That's I
0: was going to say, here's this year's plan long snapper yeah. in the first. <laughs>
1: Jeff Risden would lose his mind. Jeff Risden would die. Jeff Risden's cow heart would jump out of his throat. (laughs) Just be a bad deal all the way around.
0: He he would put on a helmet and go out there and kick the ball himself. He would (laughs) muscle his way onto the field. He would. That's how off the off the
1: Jeff's Jeff's legs are too long. It takes him too long to kick. It's like three seconds for him to swing his leg. (laughs) You're
0: right. You're right. You can't be tall. You can't be tall as a kicker. Too too long to get that ball off. Too many blocks. Uh, but the thing is you get so you get close to the ball so much faster with that longer gait.
1: Well that's true, you only need to take one step instead of two. Right.
0: That's a funny look. You know you know those those kickers that like short step up to like one step and like bam and kick. That's a real funny look. I'm used to the three step three step punch in that ball though. But...
1: We we just need to get one of those kickers that's missing all of his toes from frostbite. Yeah. the, the straight on kicker. That's what we need.
0: Get a cut. you need your kicker can't be any taller than Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's legs are so short. It's hilarious. <laughs> He's funny to watch. Uh alright, let's see. Two four eight seventy two eight three eight four. We'll take your calls. Um otherwise we'll get ready to start wrapping up a little bit here unless you guys have uh something you want to bring up in the in the chat.
1: Oh well, the jets are winning. What
0: in the world? Hell yeah. We are Oh yes, I was at Tankathon earlier. We are currently—let me refresh it because uh, we'll get the results of today's game. We are now drafting tenth. We were twelfth before.
1: You know what? Prime tenth.
0: position for Eric Ebron's.
1: I was about to say tenth is the perfect spot to draft a good, good old tight end, <laughs> or or a good old uh, speedy linebacker who doesn't know how to change his ankle. It's, it's mid-run.
0: A great place to reach for a position of little need. And for a player with a bad attitude, that's really what you're <laughs> shooting for at 10th. <laughs> oh, God. What do you think? We're going 10th. What do you think we pick? Without even looking for the stack, what, what, what position is your number one position in the
3: And it, it
1: sucks. It sucks big time, but wide receiver. Yeah. I I hate not addressing the defense, but I don't know if there's any defensive ends or defensive tackles that are going to stand out, you know, at number 10. Uh, I haven't spent a lot of time on the draft yet, but, uh, and I hate taking another cornerback or even a, it's just hard. And I think linebackers are one of those weird groups that it's kind of a crap show. You can get a good linebacker in the third, fourth round. uh, You could take one top 10 and he turns out to be garbage. Yeah. Uh, You know, it just, I, I think if they basically are forced into wide receiver, which is a big need here. Oh, it's just a big need. You need, but three. You need it, three. Yeah, but it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it just feels bad it's- when when your defense is the second worst defense, the Detroit lions have ever fielded and you're taking wide receivers in the first round. Ugh.
0: Yeah. That's, that That's a, a statement to how absolutely bad of a dumpster fire it is. Um, the, the one it's, it's back to the mill draft strategy. Take a wide receiver first round every year, right? I mean, but that's how we got Calvin Johnson, <laughs> right? But it was, mm-hmm. that was what the fifth time we pulled a wide receiver out of the draft, something crazy like that. Um, Michael Williams, that guy, that was a superstar. That was a superstar. He's selling used cars down in Alabama right now. I had to visit him, I had to see him. <laughs> 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 um, all right, there we are. Uh, missed a chance at uh, at Herbert. Yeah, you know though, I I've, I've kind of come around a little bit on the quarterback thing. Um, Aaron Rodgers is thirty seven. He's five years older than Matthew Stafford, and he's slinging the ball like yeah. like crazy. He's he's really just, just still you know one of the best teams or the best team in the NFC right now. Um, Matthew Stafford, if he wants him, has a lot of years left. Oh, Frostbite feet, <laughs> <Found> him. <laughs> He's got a lot of years left in in the NFL if he wants them. I I think he, he I don't think you need a quarterback yet. Um, and drafting at tenth is is not the place to get your quarterback. It's you're just not going to get a player. It, it's like drafting T's table in a second
1: or July. It's risky. July. It's just yeah. risky. People are like, oh, Justin Herbert. Like, oh, all these people. Like, you can look at the list of quarter quarterbacks that are starting in the NFL right now. Yep. But there's so many misses. For every Justin Herbert, there's a Christian Ponder. For every Aaron Rodgers, there's you know a million guys you know that were taken and just don't do anything. It's just the quarterback is such a crapshoot that unless you're picking super high and it's worthwhile, it's so risky.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Let's see where we're looking at. Uh, You got Danny Dimes was was picked sixth overall. Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Um I'm looking just at twenty nineteen. Uh, Dwayne Haskins was picked at fifteen. Yeah, you yep, go. and he's he was you know, third one picked that year. And, and he's he's still, still not second you know, in very first, right? I mean, you're looking you're just not getting the quality um that late in the draft. You're just not, and it's it's tough. Um <laughs> Stafford's been pounded harder than Mia Khalifa at a frat party. <laughs> oh my god, Eric. Thank you for that. That was a great one. I needed that last today. All right. Um, yeah, I, I just don't think this is it. So now, so now what? Right? You say you're, you're tenth? Maybe. I mean, maybe we could we could pull this team to like seventh. Right. Let's see. Let's see mm-hmm. how many games behind are we here in the in the tankathon? Uh, four and a half games behind. With three games left. Yeah, it's going to be tough for the Lions to get. Well, I mean, if every four win team. Wins, and we lose out. Depending on the other factors and tiebreakers, we could get as high as fourth overall. Uh, I just don't think that's going to happen, though. I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, we're it's and it's odd. A team this bad this year is drafting tenth. We were drafting, like I said, twelfth before. How crazy is that? As bad as this team is, and how terrible they have. We fired a coach. We're in the middle of the pack. <laughs> We're in the middle of the pack
1: yeah, I know, and when you think about how bad this defense has been, it's insane. Winning five games this year is incredible that, that points towards how much like how important it is to have a quarterback. If you look at our defense this year and you put a quarterback like i don't know Dan Arlovsky on this team as the starting quarterback, do we win any games
0: i'm going I was going attribute it to coaching solid coaching is what got this this under under quality roster to those five wins and we have to give some credit to Matt Patricia for the great job he did in Detroit
1: of building the roster <laughs> you know what I could use some slow motherfuckers <laughs> let's get some more slow motherfuckers in here Bob Quincy let's get T's Tabor second round let's get uh... anybody slower on the board than T's he's running it in under five seconds <laughs> Bob Bob Quinn's stopwatch was broken. It was reading guys 0.5 faster than they actually were. <laughs> like, wow, this divide guy's fast. I want Frank Ragg
0: now playing corner. <laughs> <laughs> That's Quinn's galaxy brain at work. Oh my god. Oh god, what a, this 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 is what this team has reduced us to, right? I mean, this Ah, uh, but it is getting close to time to start thinking about the draft. And the playoffs are always fun, even when you're not in them. It's fun to watch good teams play football. It's a kind of a a break from what you're used to the other 16 weeks of the year. So there you go. All right. So, what are you, are you down for doing a watch along and some playoff games, Sammy? Yeah,
1: maybe, I might be down for something. like that.
0: maybe bring some folks in, let them join. Watch, just kind of talk about it, talk about the Lions, do some do some draft research while we're watching the the Buccaneers slaughter the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's all just dumb today it's all it's the margaritas it's the margaritas i blame the margaritas all right let's uh let's call that a post-game show there's
1: i don't know there's it's there's just not a lot to really until we get a gm and a coach man we're kind of in an awkward limbo yeah barring a, a crazy lions win or whatever you know there really isn't this team is who we thought they were and you know we watch because we're fans but there really isn't many takeaways from a game like this. You know, DeAndre Swift looked good. Stafford was hurt and played well while he was hurt. But even talking about how good Bevel looks offensively, opening the team up and how much like smoother the offense looks, doesn't really matter because we can basically say for a certainty he's not coming back. So, you know, kind of we're we're in limbo for another couple of weeks probably until uh, until things heat up. Yeah, yeah. coach wise, GM
0: wise. Oh, here you go. Do you think the Lions should give Bevel Stafford's last year? This is this is an interesting take because I think everyone's kind of in the. I don't want to say everyone because there's always people that surprise me, but most people are in the place that Bevel's probably not the right guy to be the head coach of the team. I think that's. I think we're all kind of in agreement on that, and you know that is what it is. Now the next question then becomes: if if does Bevel stick around as the offensive coordinator? It's gonna come. It's gonna come from the coach and the GM. I think he's got. I, I I don't know.
1: I feel like any coach, the awkwardness that happened with, you know, Jim Bob staying, and I just don't like that. Yeah. You know, I think people need to bring in their own guys to fulfill you know the dream of what the team's going to be. You know, and even if even if Bevel's done good things and looks better with Stafford under center, and uh, you know, without Patricia controlling whatever. I think it's just you have to bring in your own guys and trust, trust your own process, as Patricia would say.
0: Get the pad level right. Um, I'm, I'm actually still on with Wade Phillips as a defensive coordinator. I really think that he, he, of all the people out there, he could probably do something with this crap show that we've got <laughs> on defense right now. And with a couple new pieces, I don't know how much, what, what we have only five picks in the draft this year. Yep, We got some money in the bank, I'm sorry, in our pocketbook for, uh, (laughs) for, (laughs) we've got money uh, for uh, free agency. I I expect us to be highly active there, particularly with how few uh, draft picks we have. Um, I think um, that's that's where we're going to find a lot of those pieces. I think March, when when free agency opens, first part of March is going to be crazy. I think you're going to hear lions, lions, lions a lot. I think we'll be extremely active. And yep. we're going to build a lot from there. Um, so yes, our pocketbook money is going to come out from under the address, the mattress and <laughs> get spent. Um, the draft will be will be what it is, but a guy like um, Wade, I think he could really really kill it with Bevel. Look, this offense, <laughs> we scored points today. I mean, we scored twenty five points. They're not. I mean, they're our defense, right? They play the. Cornell, yeah
1: but we also fumbled just, twice in the red zone and and I think, yeah
0: I, so is i don't think that's bevel's fault right no. I, there, and we'll talk about this i think right now right i think it's a, the 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 question about bevel as the offensive coordinator is a good one do you want stafford to learn his, this would be his fifth offense now right next year right and if you're saying it like like joe did um do you think the Lions should give Bevel Stafford's last year? Do you think Stafford should learn a new offense in his last year? I don't think I don't think that's the best move either, right? Probably one he's familiar with, and an iteration of one he's familiar with is probably the best output you're going to get out of Matthew Stafford. So I don't think it's his last year. I really don't. I think Matthew Stafford's going to say I've I've really evolved on this this year. But I, the more I think about it, and the more I see, um, I feel like he's going to be in on an- another shot. In Detroit, I think he's going to be. This is the last shot, right, for him, for the team. Hearing him, hearing Kelly, you know, talk, they know what a feat it would be to bring a championship to Detroit, and they, as competitive as he is, you saw him out there today. He knows that that's the kind of thing that you know makes you you will be one of the greats forever remembered in the NFL. It is the ultimate cha- challenge. It is the ultimate competitor move to win in Detroit, and um, I think he's the guy for the job. I don't. I I thought earlier maybe he he might be a little bit broken because of the Patricia thing. I don't think that's the case. I he's got time left. He's not too old. His arm. We saw it today. He can just drop that ball in there with.
1: Freaking speed and power and, and his ribs are busted up and yeah. if you've ever busted a rib or anything, you know. Everything involves your friggin' ribs. Everything. You make any move and you feel it in your ribs. Imagine. And taking, for him to be throwing deep balls and taking hits and getting up and doing it again, that's the toughest son of bitch ever. Imagine he's so he's so tough.
0: If you've had ribs even a back a back injury, is, it would be similar, right? That hurts. Mm-hmm. But you can walk or whatever. Every time he's throwing the ball it's Hurt. Just imagine if you've got one of those injuries, right? Something like that, just getting tackled, just just hitting the ground, just falling. Not even getting, t- not even getting tackled. Just just falling to the ground, for the, the the grass like that. How much that has to just
1: kill? And just the torque of throwing a football, oh. you know, like just the act of throwing a football has got to be tremendous. That's all upper body twist and yeah. yeah.
0: How many fresh starts does one team need? I don't know. Uh, I would say that you're getting pretty close to one in New England. Every team gets, does fresh starts through the perpetu- perpetuity of a, a franchise's history or a sports history. Um, how he rebuilds, the, I mean, one more for sure in Detroit.
1: Yep, <laughs> but, at least one more. <laughs> yeah. so
0: one more. And then even if this is the one that gets a the championship, there'll be another one after it. Maybe not right away. It might be two, three years, five years. Whatever. But it'll happen again.
1: I mean, look at the Eagles right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: From Super Bowl party swinging from lampposts to running into posts in the subway after the win. <laughs> you <saw> the video.
1: <laughs> to, I forgot about that. Oh, awesome.
0: To, wow. Wow. <laughs> that's all you could say about Philadelphia. Wow. But they wish they had Donovan McMahon now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, man, man. Oh, Matt, that's really cool. He's a Packers fan, has full respect for Stafford. He's a beast. Yeah, absolutely. He's 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 killer. He's just such a. I mean, you talk about like on one hand we say bring Kareem Hunt, or I said it. I don't, I don't want to put that hex that on you, but he should, should have brought Kareem Hunt. But on the other hand, you look at Stafford and say, this is a guy whose character is so high. It's such an awesome, awesome guy. Um, it's it's one of those things where you can you know just because they have high character doesn't mean. They're going to be good or bad players Better or worse players But it's an artificial construct to filter people on And you shouldn't be using that as a filter For the the talent you're bringing on the team That's really what, what I'm trying mm-hmm. to get at Use the words, Chris <laughs> Alright, yeah uh, Skeletosi, some of that diamond CBD Just go to cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com And then when you're done, head on over to Amazon.detroitlionspodcast.com you, Last minute now You've got like two days here um, to get your stuff by Christmas. All the auction winners from St. Jude get all their stuff sent out. and It'll be there by Tuesday, it said. So enjoy your items, everybody. Thank you uh, all so much for that. Amazon.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. It'll take you right to the site. No funny stuff. Just those little cookie on your browser so they know we sent you and you can take money right out of Bezos' pocket and put in ours into our vast kingdom of riches and <laughs> help us pay for all the stuff that we do weekly. Three times a week through the season, that's that's a lot of talking.
1: It is a lot of talking.
0: <laughs> oh man! All right, I think with that we're going to do it. Sam, man, thank you. Enjoy next week, and and we got to figure out, figure out just getting together. Even I don't know if the restaurants are open in machine or how that works right now. But let's find a way just to, to hook up. Okay, figure something out. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's going to do it. Thank you all for tuning in. Remember, we're looking for your involvement. Use the comments and the subreddit to give us your feedback, and don't forget about us on. Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Detroit Lions podcast. Little as a dollar a month gets you full time in with the smartest kids on the internet in our Slack chat. Uh, you can give more; we'll always accept more. Patreon.com/slash Detroit Lions podcast. And I'm going to start something new for new Patreon members. Just if, if you're thinking about it on the fence, um I got a, I got an idea. Just a little reward for people that sign up. um I got a couple of really new ideas. Where I've got a couple of weeks off here from. I'm, I'm I'm focused and real hard. I always do. like kind of refresh and do stuff for the podcast.
1: Smells like burning all of a sudden. Yeah, burning plastic, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> burning rubber. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I was created. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, so Patreon.com/slash Detroit Lions Podcast. Check us out on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash The Detroit Lions Podcast, and on Twitter at D E T Lions Podcast. D E T Lions Podcast on Twitter. It's the best place to see
1: Andy. With no pants
0: on. We're going to come up with something new. That's, it's been five years with no pants.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I could start doing no shirt. Yeah. I could, could do no glasses. The oh, no. Back. I gave away my superhero identity. I shouldn't oh, have taken oh, those oh. off.
0: I'll, I'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll give us a call. On mm-hmm. Skype Detroit Lions Podcast. All one word. Call us in the Lions line at 92933 Lions. 9293354667. Leave a message. We'll put you on the show. And go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Subscribe to the podcast so we can show up in your headset automatically, And uh, from Sandman, from me, thank you all. We love you all for joining us uh, on the show and throughout the year. Um, Have a great holiday. We really appreciate all you folks. And uh, Sandman, I appreciate you more than words can speak. It's been awesome doing these post-game shows with you. I I absolutely Absolutely. have loved it, man. You're you're the bomb. You are the bomb.
1: (laughs) I got you, Chris.
0: Thank you guys for tuning in. You're going to see more of Sandman, by the way. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next time on the Detroit Lions podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs, no problems, because we're your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection.
2: Final seconds winding down, and look at that. How big is that? Chris and Case out of time. Pack the bag, Start the plane. This. Show is over.